Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, do you know about Secret Menu? It's the subscription tier of the A Thing or Two newsletter that goes deep. Shopping guides, market roundups, answers to reader questions, and a whole bunch of resources we swear by. Secret Menu subscribers receive an exclusive newsletter every Thursday and access to an archive of all of our content, even Monday newsletters dating back to 2012. It's four bucks a month and you can cancel anytime. Sign up at a thing or two hq.com. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to A Thing or Two, a deep dive into stuff we think more people should know about. I'm Claire Mazer. And I'm Erica Cerullo. If you want more where this came from and want to support us in general, head to a thing or two hq.com and sign up for Secret Menu, which will get you weekly access to members-only content. To share your thoughts on this episode or anything at all, leave us a voicemail at 833-632-5463 or DM us on Instagram at a thing or two hq. Hi. Hi. How's it going over there? Pretty good. good. Pretty good. Yeah. You know, it's less gloomy today than it has been the last couple of days. It's like 20% less gloomy. It's been gloom and doom gloomy. over here. Yeah. Um, and I will take it. Great guest thingies today with Rachel Omandi, who oh, is a personality I just find tremendously compelling. But first, you're going to tell me about something. Yeah. Okay. So on a recent episode, listeners might recall mm -hmm. that we talked about the idea of living with longing, mm -hmm. which is a phrase that a friend told you when you were yes. thinking about like having like just a conversation about like having another kid mm -hmm. or like how do people come to those decisions? I feel like I have to give her credit because we've talked about it so much now and I don't think I've ever yeah. credited her, but it was Poppy Harlow, who is a CNN anchor who told me who shared like someone else had shared this advice with her and she shared it with me and I was like, wow, life changing. Yeah. And just the idea that basically like it's okay to not get everything mm -hmm. that you like think you want. And that's just like part of life. And there's like something even maybe satisfying, comforting like mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. So I was reading this New Yorker article about Choose Your Own Adventure books by Leslie Jameson, who's the woman who wrote the empathy exams and a bunch of other books. She's like a real personality for sure. In a lot of ways, this piece about Choose Your Own Adventure books was actually also just about decision-making and autonomy and regret because those are all things that you navigate in like choosing your adventure, right? And I, I I think it just like went places I didn't necessarily expect it to go, mm -hmm. this piece. And so then it ends basically with this whole thing on regret that I just felt really called back to this idea of living with longing. So she writes, regret doesn't have to contaminate experience. It can inspire you to make choices that are different from the ones you made before. 
And then she says, you remember, I, the writer, remember an ex-boyfriend who had a tattoo. Well, many tattoos, but this particular tattoo was on his wrist. No regrets. K-N-O-W, regrets. In real life, most choices are impossible to unmake, but you keep having to make new ones. Maybe that's where no regrets comes into play. Regret can't change the past, but it can change the future. Life isn't a choose-your-own-adventure, but these books prepared you to feel exhilarated and terrified by all the choices you would someday make. They gave you a way to understand that no ending is really an ending. After every ending, you have to figure out what to do next. It's so good. It's so good. It reminds me of this interview with Lois Lowry. I think it was for the 60 Under 60 podcast where she talks oh, about- yeah. She mm-hmm. talks- or 70 over 70. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> yes, correct. And- she talks about how she's written a lot of children's books that are um, deal with really serious and heavy topics. And she thinks that that's really important. We've all read Number yes, the Stars. Yes. <laughs> so she talks about how she, you know, people give her grief about it sometimes. And she's like, I actually think it's really important because I think it's a way for young people to rehearse some of these things that they will have to go through. And I think that's that same sort of idea in Choose Your Own Adventure books that I, you know, like you said, you didn't quite expect it to go there, but you're like, right, it is this sort of rehearsal for these yeah. things that you will have to do and to and to grapple with. It's like making yeah. decisions. Yeah. 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 And having them not matter because the whole the game of this book, mm-hmm. right, is you can go back and make a different one. Like, yes. it's delightful. I also yeah. just feel like because she's talking about this tattoo that this guy had presumably so like in the 90s or something, it just made me want her to write the same thing about no fear. But K-N-O-W fear, because that feels equally the 2022 interpretation of that slogan of like, now we do need to know fear. (laughs) Perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Should we bring on our guest? Okay. We are so delighted today to have Rachel Omandi, who is a fashion designer and a host of the podcast, The Cutting Room Floor, which is fashion's only fashion show. So she does these long form interviews with people in the fashion industry. And she's just very sharp, very insightful, very direct. And she is. She always has a take. She, on everything. Yes. She just has takes. She and she has good. She has a lot of really good takes. The thing that I like about the cutting room floor is that it's a mix of people who you definitely know their names. It's like Mickey Drexler and Christopher John Rogers. And then it's also somebody you've never heard of, but turns out that they were like behind the scenes instrumental in Mark Echo and this and that and has been along like at every important streetwear brand forever doing the behind the scenes designing and stuff like that or this like stylist on Instagram who you were semi aware of but didn't really know what she does and Rachel's like I'm putting this one on the show and then does multiple interviews with the people and does really like high production quality editing so it really feels like a, like a story has been put together for you. Let's bring her on. Hi, Rachel. Thank you so much for doing this. I'm honored. I haven't been on many podcasts, so this is exciting. But you've done so many wow. podcasts. You know? Yeah. I know, right? Ironically, <laughs> no one's ever invited me. Oh my wow. gosh, what an honor and a privilege so for us. <laughs> I think I've done like one or two in the last couple of years, but no, not often. So this is exciting. Wow. Well, your podcast is a favorite. It's so good. It makes me feel like we're phoning it in because your interviews are so in depth. You're like often interviewing people multiple times, like the way you do for a magazine mm-hmm. feature. You're like really going hard. It at is. It. It's like the and cover story of, yes. of podcast interviews. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That's yeah. a huge, a huge compliment. I try. <laughs> I try. They're really good. The other thing that I feel about them is that they're always either some like really well-known name in the fashion industry or it's somebody that I've been curious about and nobody's talking about. And I'm like, who is that person? Like, I want to know You've Googled more. deep and you have aren't getting what yes. you want. <laughs> But also same, but also same, which yeah. is why I'm like, mm, do you want to call my podcast? I feel like I, I feel like people are curious and I'm, I th- I'm people. 
You are people. Yes. Totally. <laughs> totally. I feel so grateful because my nosiness is like rewarded. Exactly. There's been a culmination of people who have inspired me for the way that I interview and also the nature of the show. One of them is this YouTube channel called Colin and Samir. So I only know it from you, but I've never because I don't have the attention span to sit down and watch a YouTube show. I've never consumed it. That's so funny. It? So many people say that <laughs> they, they don't watch YouTube. I'm a YouTube like stan, but not YouTuber. Well, it's interesting because there's like, I think, generations of YouTubers. Yeah. And so mm. I'm like a new age YouTube consumer. I'm not an OG Jenna Marbles. Like, I don't I don't come from that <laughs> that mm. class. but. I love their show. Yeah, I do mention it to everybody because they were the first people that I... So let me back up. So Colin and Samir is a YouTube channel hosted by these two guys, exactly Colin and Samir. And they kind of, I think their tagline unofficially is like content creators covering content creators. So Mm -hmm. they'll do... I often say it's like the CNN of content creation. Every person that like mainstream media probably wouldn't think to cover because I think the tiers of fame have like a hierarchy as far as if you're internet famous or if you're like television or on screen famous on the big screen. And a lot of the people that are, and there's so many that are so influential on TikTok, on Instagram, on YouTube, no one's like e-news would never cover like a TikToker unless you're like at Charlie D'Amelio level, right? So like Mm -hmm. they cover all of these people that everyone sees and everybody wants to know who they are. And they're the only people kind of doing the work and in the weeds of like, okay, well, who is this person? And you have that same feeling of like, actually, yes, I did want to know who they were. I watch their TikToks all the time. So their format was a big inspiration for the show. When and how are you watching YouTube shows? Like, (laughs) is it... Like, is this on it to become YouTube content? Is this on your phone in bed? Like, when are you consuming this content? A lot of it, there's there's shifts. So a lot of it is late night bed. Uh Like, should have been Mm -hmm. asleep two hours ago, long time ago, Mm -hmm. you know? A lot of it's that. A lot of it is cooking or cleaning. So like mm-hmm. if I know I don't I'm about watch to- enough content while I'm cooking and cleaning or consuming yeah. content. While but I'm- are you looking at it while you're no. doing that or you're just listening? No. Okay. I'm like a podcast. podcast. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll just have mm-hmm. it like on because a lot of okay. the stuff on YouTube is it's not like so visual what you're consuming. Maybe it is. Or I just I just sacrificed it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I was just yeah. like, oh, well, you know, <laughs> do you <laughs> can, you know, yeah. but a lot of it is like YouTube is like you know, I would say like upwards, anything that's over nine minutes, under 20 minutes is my sweet spot. It's either that or I'm doing a two hour interview and I'll watch the whole thing. You know what I mean? (laughs) But I don't Mm -hmm. really do like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. It's either like you got to be under 15, about 20 minutes, or I'm going to be here or I'm sitting down with popcorn kind of thing. So do you have favorite like content creators, people who like the, the TikTokers, the Emma Chamberlain's, Charlie D'Amelio's of the world? Okay, this is embarrassing, but I feel like I'm in a safe space. So you definitely, I, are. I definitely do, and I definitely should. <laughs> the answer to that is yes. So yes. So Colin Sumner is one of my favorite shows. I I don't mm-hmm. I love Emma Chamberlain, absolute Emma Chamberlain stan. Not so much her content now, but if you go back and watch like the f- content that made her Emma Chamberlain today, the first like two years, amazing content, unrivaled. Like it's just really, really okay. good, really raw. So yeah, I don't, I'm not into vlogging. I don't like bloggers. I really don't like people who just look at the camera and tell me nothing except for Emma. She's the only person that can get away with that. I don't know why. I'm also too old for that shit. Like I don't have time to hear, like I also think it's the age thing. Like I'm not Gen uh-huh. Z. 
I'm a millennial. I have shit to do. I don't have time to listen to you talk about nothing. So basically, yeah, a lot of late night, a lot of cooking or cleaning. If I know, like, you know, I do like a lot of cleaning. I clean my own house because I'm just, you know, like a peasant. So I'll just like, you know, if I know I'm going to have like a two hour shift on a Sunday of like mopping, cleaning, laundry, I'll just get headphones or I'll just post up and like, so it's a lot of that type kind of stuff. And do you okay. have a list of content at that point that you're like, I'm saving this for my Sunday shift and I'm going to consume it then? Or is it just whatever's rolling through? They find me. I would actually say that the algorithm on Google, like they know me. They know yeah. what I want to watch. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think they they show me stuff. Like I just listened to this two-hour Shia LaBeouf interview, which is moving. And <laughs> I saw clips of it on TikTok where he talks about like his wife coming to the whatever rehab center he was in or coming to the video meeting. I was like... Am I am I emotional about this? Sympathy for Shia. <laughs> it was. I mean, I hate to call it a redemption interview because I feel like that's such a PR yeah. strategy mm-hmm. thing now. But I felt he, right. I very much felt he was redeemed in my eyes, yes. whatever that means. Yeah. And that was just provided to me. I think YouTube knows that I love interviews. I love watching interviews, yeah. so they show me a lot of that stuff. But yeah, and I meet yeah. a lot of people who say they don't watch YouTube, and I watch so much YouTube. I don't watch any mm-hmm. of it. I'm sure I will at some point. I'm not immune to these things. It took me a while to get to TikTok and now I'm fully in. So I think I think I'll get, I'll, I'll find my way to YouTube. You post on TikTok? Absolutely not, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly would have no idea how I got there. <laughs> If so, it's purely accidental. It truly, I came, I came purely for Harry Styles concert footage, and now I'm like deep in military reunion videos, like homecoming videos, and you know, relationship stuff, and you know, just total strangers bullshit and drama. I'm all up. Yeah, I haven't posted either. I haven't made that jump. Yeah, (laughs) no, 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 no. Thank you so much to Honeylove for sponsoring today's episode. You all know we have a lot of opinions about bras and we're going to share some of them with you here because whether it's for a big event or a special night out, you deserve to look and feel your absolute best and you can feel the support and confidence you need for any occasion with Honeylove. We have an exclusive deal for our listeners. For a limited time, you can get Honeylove's best deal they offer. Get 20% off your entire order with the code thinger 220 at honeylove.com. Honeylove has incredibly comfortable bras, tanks, and leggings for everyday support. And the thing that we are most excited about is also their most popular bra. It's the crossover bra. So if you've listened to us talk about bras, which we have talked kind of a lot about them over the years, you know that I personally refuse to wear an underwire. I just won't do it. I'm just over them. And this bra has all of the support and structure of an underwire bra without the underwire, which is huge because sometimes you just want that support. You want the lift. It's made with incredibly soft and surprisingly strong fabrics and features adjustable straps. We all have our favorite go-to bra and we think this one's going to be yours. You won't even want to take it off when you get home because it's just that comfortable. Honey Love is as beautiful as lingerie. The quality is insane. The details are stunning and you'll feel incredible when you wear it. Designed for comfort and looks, Honey Love is the secret sauce you need for your everyday wardrobe. People love Honey Love. It's been featured in the New York Times, Good Morning America, Brides Magazine, and has thousands of five-star reviews. You deserve underwear you'll want to show off. Go to honeylove.com and see for yourself. Plus, there's no risk because Honey Love offers free virtual consultations with fit specialists and a 30-day money-back guarantee. No matter the occasion, you deserve to look and feel your absolute best. Get 20% off at honeylove.com with the code thinger 220 Calling all our honeys, you deserve this. I'm 
Eileen Kelly, and I'm the host of Going Mental. After struggling with these incredible highs of a booming career and then the unbelievable lows of losing my mental health, I voluntarily admitted myself to a psychiatric hospital. I ended up staying over five months, learning not only how to better manage my symptoms, but also just get my life back on track. So I'm here to say that no matter where you are, you're not alone. On my show, Going Mental, I'm going to be talking to guests about their own mental health journeys, as well as talking to professionals. New episodes every Thursday, and you can find Going Mental on Dear Media anywhere you listen to podcasts. Going Mental all of the time. Can we get back to your podcast for one Yes, moment? sorry for the huge um, detour We pushed, detour we there. led you there. It was a welcome detour. detour. It was a welcome detour. Why did you start it? I started it because I was really unsatisfied with fashion media. Mm -hmm. I'm just the kind of person who is insatiable, like intellectually. Like I want to know more. I have such a huge appetite. I have such capacity. And I always felt like I was being treated, given like appetizers when I'm starving. I'm like, I don't want bread. I don't want olive oil. I don't want water. I want my meat and potatoes, you know? Mm -hmm. And I wasn't getting that. So for me, it was very much the very earnest, humble beginnings of like, I'm starting the podcast that I wish I was listening to. Mm -hmm. And that was under the premise of there's so many people in this industry. A lot of them are so knowledgeable, so intelligent. I don't ever hear from them. I want to know the people that make the, the industry go round, like make the wheels go round, essentially. And I felt like it existed in every other medium. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to know mm-hmm. about like music, there's so many platforms you have. There are thousands. There are thousands. Mm-hmm. Thousands. You have like the Breakfast Club. You have Other Tone. You have like Drink Champs, like a bunch of just like talk shows and podcasts. And um, I felt like it kind of existed in film. You have like the Hollywood Reporter around the table. You have Variety. You have like, I was like, why doesn't anybody talk to anyone in fashion? Like we are the cornerstone of pop culture right there next to music and film. And there was just nothing. So for me, it was less about fluff. I always kind of described this podcast by what we don't cover, which is Mm. red carpet, runway products, celebrities, and trends. If you're interested in those things, there's a million places that cover it really well. I just felt like I'm not really interested in what so-and-so wore to the Golden Globes. I'm not really interested in what I saw on the runway. I used to be addicted to runway. That used to be the only thing I covered like in my 20s. I don't really care about products. This is not a place for plugging. I don't really care about celebrities. They come up because they're part of our world, but it's not ever focused on that. And trends, yeah, that's kind of boring to me too. It was really about long form, deep dive, informative, interesting interviews of like who a person is. And again, it's just because that's what I wanted to hear. Who are some of the people that you're super excited about right now or just interested in right now that you want to be talking to on the show or that you think people should be should be engaged with in general? Like who I would have on my show? So let's start with, okay, let's start with the show and then just in general. Okay, in general. Who I would have on my show. So funny because I have like lists on my Google mm-hmm, Sheets. Mm-hmm. But right now off the cusp. So I have like tears. I have people who I know would never talk to me in a million years, but I would take it if they did. <laughs> like Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, they would never. But if they did, Listen, yeah. if they talk to anyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there's like, you know, dream interviews like that. Yeah. But yeah. other than that, I really love a good... BTS. I I love a good behind the scenes known person. Like I like a person who's industry wide known, but the public doesn't know about them. They would never get like a spread in Vogue or like a story Mm -hmm. by mainstream media. They would never be in like business of fashion or like, I like that kind of person. Like I would love to talk to Mel Ottenberg. He's Mm -hmm. he's currently the creative director Mm -hmm. of Interview Magazine, but he was Rihanna stylist for a long time. I just like or I don't know if I like, I would love to just hear how he thinks and his point of view, childhood, where he grew up, what he's interested in. He's interesting. 
there's actually a couple stylists that I think are kind of interesting right now, which is, which is interesting because I don't typically lean towards stylists. I would love to talk to someone like Bella Hadid, but I also would love to talk to like a Katie Grand. That's someone who I think would be super interesting. I would love to talk to, what's his name? Pierre Giorgio. He's like a well-known casting director. Mm, like anytime you look at a model's like credits of a show they just did, they're usually tagging something called like PGDM. Mm. I think I'm getting that handle right. I might've butchered that, but like that's this guy named Pierre Giorgio. He's like a very well-known casting director. Him and like a couple of people, Ashley Brokaw. There's only a handful of people who are casting all of these shows. Okay. They're like, gatekeeper with the capital G. So like people like that, I like to talk to agents. You know, this episode that's coming out this Wednesday is Mina White. She's an agent I'm at IMG. A lot of models that she manages, she's been there in the business for like 20 years. Like if you want a model, you're going to have to go through, through Mina. And it's kind of become like a flex. Like if you look at a lot of girls' Instagram bios, they'll say like, the only thing they'll have in their bio is like mina.white at img.com. Just Amazing. telling the world, I'm That's not an where. Instagram model. <laughs> yeah, like you better come correct because this is the only first way you'll get to me. So I like little things like that. Things that are like tricks of the trade. A little if you know, you yeah, know. Yeah, I love a good yeah. if you know, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So good. Okay, who are you excited about in general? Not for the okay, show. Okay, in, ge- in general, what am I interested in? In general, I'm interested in the interviewing space mm. because I don't think that which is funny. There's so many podcasts, like everyone's talking, but I don't feel like a lot of people are saying anything. So I'm super interested in that space. And I spent a lot of time and still do studying the craft of interviewing, especially something that I never planned to do with my life. So especially during COVID, I went on a deep dive. I was like, Barbara, Oprah, like Megan Kelly, who I randomly hot take learned to love. Interesting. Really? I know. I know. I know. I had a really brief moment when she had that sort of redemption moment and there was the movie and then I went back. I was like, right, no. Plot twist. It's a plot <laughs> twist. I don't know. I just read, wrote her off for a majority of my life because like a blonde in a red dress is triggering, you know? And then <laughs> and then she got she got humble after she got let go from NBC. Yes. And then I was like, yeah. okay. And then I started listening to her YouTube channel because she's like on there with YouTube, like, in the nosebleeds, you know what I mean? Like her views are not <laughs> touching. Like the dumbest content on the internet is like a sore outsoaring Megan Kelly's like a jillion years of journalism and integrity and professionalism. But she had this YouTube channel I started watching and I was like, I don't really like all of her takes, but I just started watching her old interviews. Uh. Not the ones that she conducted, the ones that were conducted on her, like when she would be on mm. other. And I actually kind of liked her. I was like, wait, I actually don't think she's actually as conservative or as political as she was made out to be while she was on Fox. Mm-hmm. I actually think nowadays most people are not as political as the times that we're living in. Yes. So I'm all over the place with the answer. But like, I'm interested in interviewers mm-hmm. in general. I'm watching a lot of old school content like that. Anyone who's ever done it, like the OGs, like Matt Lauer, et cetera, I'm watching all their old interviews. Hey, did you bring thingies for us? Me? Yeah. Yeah. You? Yes. What do you that was, my, that was my homework. Tell us. Yeah. <laughs> tell us hey, what did you do your homework? <laughs> <laughs> I brought what these. are your personal thingies okay, okay so we didn't get into like the rubric but like I'm allowed to talk about just like anything, anything that I'm interested in anything that yeah. you're yeah that you're excited that's about that's the joy yeah. of thingies mm-hmm. okay so I like this jewelry brand called Kin mm. Mm. yeah 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 mm-hmm. that's number one I just thought that was the first thing yeah. on my list I stand I love it I think it's really good if yep. you want real gold jewelry yes. it's yep. hard to fight because gold is really like on trend and it's 
this is going to sound like spawn con. It's not, but like, <laughs> it is really like trendy. But like, if you actually want real gold jewelry, not I, just plated, painted. Yeah, yeah, gold. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, when I discovered mm-hmm. them, I was so happy. I was yes, real jewelry. It's going to cost you a pretty penny, a couple hundred because it's real. But like, I was right. Good, glad to find well-designed, contemporary, good gold jewelry, real gold jewelry. Yes, so that's one. And this is K I N N. Yes, Ken. Do you know anything about it? No, I tried to get her to come on the pod, and I think they're interested. Maybe just like when the timing's right. Just that it's woman-owned, and I think yeah, just that. She, Where's it based? I want to say California. I don't know where. There okay. is also you're right about you know gold jewelry being so big right now. There is just such a mm-hmm. range in pricing for solid gold in a mm-hmm. way that is fascinating. And many things that are gold plated are priced the same as things that are solid at this moment too, which is very strange to me. I don't know. It's interesting to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And I love materials and like learning about things. Uh So like I'm a very educated consumer. I like to think of myself as such. So you can't get over on me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so when we had a retail business and we sold a ton of jewelry, the consumer familiarity with how materials correlated to price was all over the place. Like people just did not understand what should cost what. There was a real sensitivity to anything costing like over $100 unless it had some like my precious stones Stones, in it. And it was, you know, we would be selling brass jewelry. We would be selling gold plated brass and brass was more expensive than anybody ever expected it to be because fast fashion retailers were just completely scrambling people's sense of what something should cost. And I do feel like it's finally kind of evening out because there are even like the majorities of the world are starting to help educate just yeah i think a little bit yeah Yeah. Yeah. of like what what gold actually means have you bought anything from them yeah i bought a couple things i bought one of my girlfriends she just did like a really big favor for me and my friends and so we all pitched in and got her like a signet ring engraved Mm -hmm. i want to get a no i actually haven't bought this yet but i want to get a like a herringbone chain just like a flat chain like a thick gold flat chain which i like and i got like a really simple dainty like gold ring because that's the thing well i'm not wearing any of my jewelry right now but that's the thing. It's like, and I also think it's an age thing. Like I'm in it for the long run now. Yes. So I'm investing right. in things that are real. So like you won't catch me, you know, it's not like I'm going to Uncommon James. You know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> so <laughs> shout out KCAT. <laughs> Thank you so much to Lust Brands for sponsoring today's episode. I was having this conversation the other day with someone who very kindly complimented my curly hair. And I did something that I often do, which was like, thank you, but it's such a pain. And they were like, but it's so beautiful. And I was like, this is the thing about curly hair is that when it looks good, it looks really good. It's just so unpredictable when it is going to look good. And it's once every however many days, depending on the weather and your hormones, et cetera, et cetera. And I have to say, if you can find the right products that will give you some consistency, it is such a game changer. And I really like these Lust Brands products. I especially like their styling product, which combines like a million styling products in All one. The so I'm not All doing the, yeah. the alchemy. You're not mixing things in your hand. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Exactly. We love the way that this stuff works. We want you to try it out. It's a great three-step system. Lust Brands wants you to embrace your unique waves, curls, kinks, and coils. The Lust Brands three-step system includes shampoo, conditioner, and that all-in-one styler that Claire was talking about that improves the health of your hair over time. Every product is dermatologist-tested and approved with no harsh ingredients. And Lust Brands offers formulas that are tailored to the needs of wavy, curly, and kinky slash coily hair types, so everyone can find what works for their hair. Our hair loves less brands and yours will too. See for yourself why they have over 30,000 five-star reviews. 
Right now, our listeners can get 15% off your first purchase of $50 or more, but only when you go to lustbrands.com and enter the promo code a thing or two. That's L-U-S brands with an S.com and promo code a thing or two. Don't wait, get 15% off with promo code a thing or two at lustbrands.com. Thank you so much to Shopify for sponsoring today's episode. Whenever we're talking to someone who's starting a business, we like go through that process of just being like, oh, you don't even realize the things you're going to spend time on when you're starting a business. Like you assume it's going to be the thing you're building the business around. But in fact, that's like maybe 20%. It's everything else. <laughs> it's everything else. It's like truly everything else. You're like, how did my job become like figuring out shipping logistics or mm. this like operational thing or like a QAing website or all of this, that, and the other. And I think when we started, of a, I mean, we had no idea how you built a website. We had no idea about anything. And we were so surprised by how hard so many of the things were and just like harder than they needed to be. The one thing that surprised us in a good way was Shopify, just that you could like, oh, you could turn this on and you would have e-commerce and you could collect payment and you could like send people things. It was remarkable. Absolutely remarkable. Felt like it should have been the hardest thing and it was the easiest thing because Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of your favorite businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll create an online store in your vibe, discover new customers and grow the following that keeps them coming back. Shopify has all the sales channels sorted so your business keeps growing from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free libraries full of educational content, Shopify's got you every step of the way. It's how every minute new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify, and you will too. When you're ready to launch your thing into the spotlight, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform backing millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Go on, try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. This is Possibility powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash a thing or two, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash a thing or two to start selling online today. That's shopify.com slash a thing or two. I want to get a chain for my husband. He said he would start wearing he did? jewelry. Like he wore jewelry when he was young. Yeah. This is how it happened. We went to some party that required wristbands, but they tried to be cute and gave like bracelets as wristbands. And I was like, I don't know. I kind of like how that looks on you. He was like, you do? And I was like, would you ever wear jewelry? And he was like, yeah, of course. I wore jewelry all the time in high school because that's the kind of high schooler he was. And I was like, oh, new gifting category. Wow, I this can really get jewelry. This is exciting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm totally. so thrilled. We've been together for 10 years. I've completely run out of gift ideas. And now I can do a necklace and a bracelet. This is great. And I've been wondering, like, what do where where am I going for just a good quality? quality, well-designed, simple chain. Yeah. And maybe this is my answer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. One. I like this. Mm -hmm. Okay. What else are you excited what about? What else? Okay. What else am I excited about? I have a camber hoodies. Okay. No idea. Google oh. this. How do you spell okay. it? How do you spell it? C-A-M-B-E-R. Camber hoodie. Oh, wow. It automatically populated. Okay. So a made in the USA. Made in the USA. A very unassuming company. Yeah. Okay, if you go to the website, it's going to look like Internet Explorer from 1998. Like <laughs> it looks like it looks like first generation. There's moss, on, there's moss on rocks. Yeah. On the yeah, exactly. page. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. It looks like there is a webmaster who needs to be contacted if you want to update. Oh, and they also they also sell some extreme jersey spelled X hyphen T R E M E. Um, Wait, the reflective ones are so good. Okay, though. so they just got picked up by Essence.com in Montreal. What? Of course. Yeah. Amazing. So this is so for me for a while it was like a best kept secret. Like because you know, I love some if you know you know. But then mm -hmm, the cat's out mm -hmm. of the bag, people know this is an incredible product. So this is 
thank God Essence picked them up because there's definitely not e-com on this <laughs> no, site. No, no, site no, no, no. <laughs> this is Absolutely not. A family run business who has no idea what fashion is, why people care. God, they've been I making hoodies for a really long time. They've been making like, you know, sportswear, like knits. Yeah. Um, for a really long time. They're, I don't know what's going on, but they are like lacing these a- sweaters. Yeah. Like the, the, okay. the knit, the yarn, the machines. I don't know what it is. I want to go down to, I think they're based in Philly. Is that correct? They're in Pennsylvania. Okay. Wait, I'm, I, I moved off of camber.com. I went to all USA. Same Claire. I'm also at all USA clothing.com. <laughs> all right. Let's see. Where are they based? They're based in Norristown, PA, oh, not far cute. from my hometown. Okay. So they're from Pennsylvania. Okay. I don't think that they know okay. what fashion is or why we care. But yeah. now it's okay. starting to become a thing, especially in like the male fashion circuit. So like high snobs. So this is like complex, the new Carhartt. I think a little bit. And so that just want to put that on people's radar. Check out Camber. This is a hot tip. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I really um, like the neon. Hi, you own any? I don't because it's really hard to get the exact sweater that I want. What do you want? And it's the, I'd have to look up. It's written down somewhere. It's a bunch of numbers. But basically, long story short, I went on a date with, <laughs> I went on a date with this guy and uh-huh. Like 35 minutes into the dinner, I was like, where'd you get that hoodie from? Like something about it was <laughs> yep. not normal. Okay. Mind okay. you, totally unassuming, nondescript, gray hoodie. Like there was no reason other than the fact that it just I'm looked cons- perfect. It was, like, it was perfect. perfect. It was yeah. something that was perfect. He just was like, I'm glad you asked. And that's how the story began. <laughs> this is. Did you go on another date? One, but that was the last one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the relationship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like, I'll invoice you. Thank you so much. <laughs> This thermal line. Yeah, this is what I want. Cool. I want this. Yeah. I want this chili buster or chill buster. Yeah. Sorry. I kind of like chili buster, but chill buster. <laughs> it's better. No, the thermal lining is very good looking. I'm into this. Okay. I wanted a yeah. zip hoodie right. for a while because I like it under like oh, I didn't a. Know that. Mm, Claire, I've been in the market. Champion doesn't have what I want in that category. Okay. It's a little stiff. It's it, mm, okay. Let me explain this. It's yeah. a little stiff. The one that I want, the weight that I want, again, I'll have to get you the exact specifics. We can put it in the show notes. What that's I'm right, going to do. That's right. Yep. <laughs> Though it's a little stiff, almost like, don't cringe, but almost like a neoprene is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, like a yeah. tighter knit. Yeah. Like a, yeah, but it, yeah. I like that. But it drapes way more than a neoprene. And it's not like nylon poly okay. like that, but it's almost like a little bit stiffer. It feels like fuller. It doesn't have that. Like anyone out there listening, this is a different. This is a different bitch. We don't know who she is. It's not for the loom. It's not Jersey. It's not Hanes. It's not uh, comfort colors, whatever you're used to. This yeah. isn't that. So okay. the mission is to, one, get them on the podcast, find out who they are. But there's something, mm-hmm. something is hitting different with these Camber hoodies. I think you can absolutely get these people on the podcast. You might have to go for to sure to make it happen. For sure I will. <laughs> but I think you can do it. Yeah, I'll definitely wow. have to go to them. They're like, they just, they give me the vibe of like, why would, where, why would we, we have no business up there. No. They say, okay, Camber Sportswear serves the trade only. For private use, you can reach All Seasons Uniforms in Woodstock, Illinois, or All USA Clothing in Sylvan, Sylvan Lake, Michigan. Or Essence. Yes. <laughs> or Essence. Yeah, in Montreal. <laughs> or 20 million and unique the- visitors worldwide. <laughs> And then they do say that it's a really good, they say that Camber Sportswear is the supplier of choice for industrial and athletic wear for embroiderers and imprinters. So a uh, huge opportunity here. They're blank canvas. Mm-hmm. All right. Great. This was a great insider tip. Thank you. Okay. My next one. Yes, please. My <laughs> next one is an oldie but a goodie. It's just parts unknown television show by Anthony Bourdain. That's it. Mm, yes. That's the tweet. That's the tweet. There's nothing more. 
there's nothing less. It's just I've been going back and watching a lot of his old episodes. Like I started at mm-hmm. season one and mm-hmm. I just fell in love with the show all over again. It's so good. So that's my thing. Are you watching in order? No, I just jump around because I like how the episodes are labeled by where he is. Yeah. Do you have any favorites? Massachusetts. Why Massachusetts? Mm. Because he, they get really into the opioid crisis in that episode. Fascinating. And that's what I love about his show was that like food was the through line throughout all of it. But there's these bigger cultural stories based on where he is. And so that yeah. was one that had a lot to do with like, yes, like New England clam chowder and like the way that they cook, but also what was going on in that town ever since the Industrial Revolution kind of went kaput. And so like all of these mills, all of these places that closed and how it just kind of became like a blue collar wasteland. And I like shit like the departed and like I love like (laughs) a little like Irish rager. Like I like that kind of shit. Yeah. Okay. You like a Ben Affleck. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say. I love Ben Affleck. Where are you on Ben Affleck? Love love Ben. Obviously, I love 90s Ben. I love a Ben, Matt Damon. I love a Mm Goodwill Hunting. Like I love a troubled New England white boy. Yeah. Like CT. You guys remember CT from the from real world? No. no. What season? He was on, I got to look it up, but he's, his, he really thrived in the challenges. So I can't tell you. <laughs> on the real yeah. world, roll rolls, yeah. challenges. Oh, this guy. Yeah. Oh my yeah, yeah, God. Yeah. Paris. Yes. Paris. I yes. do remember Paris. him. I do remember him. He, oh he's, he's, he's the poster child of that vibe. Yeah. I mean, great news for you. There are so many of these men. <laughs> there is no shortage of troubled white boys from the Boston area. A little, a little rough around the edges, like a fisherman yes. in the background. Yeah. One thousand percent. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I love that. Well, I've been nesting and buying a lot of things for my home. So I've become like a very bougie home decorator. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. or I'm trying to be as bougie as my budget will afford. That's what I should say. So like all linen sheets is a thing. Mm-hmm. Where are you getting your linen sheets from? I just went ham at Parachute. Yep. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I Love don't know it. where else to get them. Where else? Who else sells them? One of the OGs is this company, Lenodo. One of the one of the like U.S. based OGs, like the real OG credited with this. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Erica, but Merci in Paris, yeah. I feel like was yeah. the one who yeah. really pushed this trend. Sure. Linen person. Yeah. So that's really yeah. where most of my like headspace is at. It's just like I never could or really I never yeah, I basically could afford to really spend on my taste for my home the way yes. that I wanted mm-hmm. to. And so now that I've reached that place, I'm just indulging in like buying everything with very meticulous attention. So I just shop and Pinterest board and like see who has the best of everything. The thing about me is like, and I'm sure you guys can relate. It's like when you have a certain taste level and you can't afford your taste level at the max, the real mm-hmm. find is who's meeting your taste level at your budget. And that great mm-hmm. value, like comp set is really hard to find. It is. So like that's, if I can ever find that, I feel, this is what I mean by like educated consumer when I'm like, I, I pretty much study the market. Like when I bought a bed, I didn't just like get on West Elm. I literally searched every single bed from like, we understand. We yeah, understand. From mm-hmm. Etsy to restoration. Yeah. Okay, I clearly can't afford restoration. So who has a better version of that? Why does this? Right. You know, there's certain like um, there's certain things that just become generic. So I feel like whenever I find something that's the great value sweet spot, I will like see it from the mountaintops on any podcast, any article. I'm like, this is good. Mm-hmm. I know I searched. <laughs> yes, I yes. did the work. Well, I spent four months looking for a bed before I actually got one. And where'd you go? Where'd you land? I went to Jenny Kane. That was when my that Smart. was my choice at the end. We love. Mm-hmm. We love. Mm-hmm. That home line is so good. Yeah. And it was kind of expensive, but I was like, 
she's the only person that has the silhouette that I'm actually looking for in all of the like very detailed dimensions. Specs. Mm-hmm. These were mm-hmm. so good. Thank you so much. Rachel. Thank you so much. This is so fun. I'm so flattered. No one ever wants to talk to me. So I'm so honored. Oh my God. I have like 30 more questions that I need to like sidebar about. I like, <laughs> we, we'll keep on talking forever. We'll do it another time. Um, Amazing. Yeah. That's the show. This has been a production of Dear Media, and we are so grateful to the talented team over there for helping us make this podcast happen, especially to our wonderful producer, Ali Slice. You can follow us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. And if you have ideas for our show or want to advertise, email podcast at a thing or two HQ.com. Find show notes and sign up for our newsletter at a thing or two HQ.com too. If you love the show, consider supporting it by signing up for a secret menu also at a thing or two HQ.com. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.